Good to, good to not see you, but good to be seen by you, I guess is the right phrase. I'm just going to pray before we, um, before we jump in, uh, uh, and then we'll go from there. So let's pray together. Yeah, Heavenly Father, we, we, we honour you, we welcome you. Thank you, God, that you're, you're able to speak to us, to minister to us, to, to still be active in our lives, even when we are distant from others. We are not distant from you. That with all the, all the goodness, that you do not observe social distancing, God. That you draw near, regardless. And so we bless you for that, God, and we pray now that we would be open to your voice that we be open to you speaking and intervening in our lives. Amen. So today I'm, I'm just going to be focusing on one verse. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. So if you've got a Bible, do turn there. It's, it's in the New Testament, so the last quarter of the Bible, just after the Gospels, a few, few books after the, the book of Acts, and you'll find Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. And I'll read it um, for you now. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a spirit of slavery. So it's quite a well-known verse, but it's also quite a confusing verse. And so I want to just look at three questions today. The first question is, uh, what is freedom? The second question is, what is slavery? And the third question is, how do we apply it to day-to-day life, to our situation right now? So question one, what is freedom? When Paul says it is for freedom that Christ has set you free, what does he mean? Well, it's not a physical freedom because uh, Paul was probably writing this when he was arrested. He wasn't physically free. He, he was still in, in, in a time living under the, the Roman Empire and he, you know, the Jewish people, the, the new Christians, they were not free physically. Jesus was, was, was arrested and crucified by, by authorities. Paul tells us to still submit to authorities and rulers. So he can't be saying that we are meant to be free physically. Um, Rebecca and I enjoy a show on, on Channel 5 called uh, New Lives, ben, ben Fogel, New Lives in the Wild. And in it, it's all about people who effectively get away to be free from society. But Jesus doesn't talk about that freedom. He doesn't call us out of day-to-day life, of of living amongst the world. So what kind of freedom is it? Well, I would suggest that maybe it's an internal freedom, a a spiritual freedom that he's talking about. If we look at the the life of Jesus that he modelled and what he taught his disciples, he was constantly trying to show them a new way of living, a new way of of responding to circumstances. If we think about the story of the feeding of the 5,000, he asks his disciples, you know, what do we do in this situation? And their response, they look at the facts and they go, well, the only thing we can do is send people home to get some food. But Jesus' response is, actually, there's another way. There's another choice that we have in this moment. We can press into God and see a miracle. Or, or when, when, um, when, when Jesus' disciples are, are rowing through a storm and Jesus is asleep and, and they wake him up and they say, would you do something? We're going to drown. And Jesus, is, Jesus tries to teach them again that there's another choice, that they can press into God and calm the storm. Or maybe um, think about the story of Lazarus, when Lazarus, a dear friend of Jesus, dies, and that would look like the facts on the ground. It would be, well, that's the end. Death is the end. But Jesus tries to show his disciples there's another way that you can choose to press into God and, and, and see what his perspective is on that situation. 
Jesus demonstrated in his life this internal freedom, this spiritual freedom. If we think about the the culmination of his life on earth, him going to the cross, being crucified for humanity, it's important that we realise that it was his choice to do so. He wasn't forced, he wasn't coerced, he, he chose He chose because he knew that it it, it delighted God, that it was God's ultimate desire for Jesus' life. But he wasn't made to do it. I was struck by this little verse in in, uh, John 18 the other day. Let me read it to you. John 18 verses 1 and 2. So when Jesus had spoken these words, this comes right after the Last Supper. He went out with his disciples across the brook Kidron, which is a, a river I guess, where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often went there with his disciples. How easy would it have been for Jesus to have gone somewhere different? And yet he still made a choice. He still chose to put himself in that place, because internally he knew that his freedom was being able to choose God. That his mo- in that moment, he could choose, God, what do you want for me now? What do you want me to do? How do you want me to respond? So I think freedom is the ability to choose God. As Jesus died on the cross, there's this amazing moment where this heavy curtain in the temple, which, which represented division between humankind and, and God, was torn in two. That effectively in that moment through Jesus' death, he was saying that we can now be spiritually free. And what that means is we can now always have access to God. We are free, no matter what, to choose him. That like Jesus, no matter what we're facing, no matter what circumstance we're in, whether it is in a crowd that are starving, in a storm in the sea, or maybe even death itself, that there's another choice, that the circumstance isn't the end of the story. God is available. So if freedom is the ability to choose God all the time, then what is slavery? Well, the context of Galatians 5 is that Paul is talking to a church that is divided between Jews, Jewish Christians who come from the Jewish tradition, and non-Jewish Christians. And there's a debate going about whether they should still follow the law. All the, all the detailed commands of how to be holy. And, and Paul is saying, no, that's not the way anymore. You, you're not controlled by something like that. You're not enslaved spiritually to follow these have-tos and must. You're free. So be free. If we think about the term slavery, ultimately it's when someone else makes your choices for you. So a slave doesn't get to choose what they do. Their master chooses for them. So spiritual slavery is when we believe that we don't have the freedom to choose God. That, that, that we're not able to make that choice. And so as we come to the application, short talk, punchy talk, as we come to the application, how can we apply this? Ultimately, it's all about, do you know that you always have the choice to, to choose God? That if we believe that we don't have a choice, if we believe, for example, that our circumstances um, dictate how we act, we're actually enslaving ourselves to our circumstances. And there's loads of things we enslave ourselves to spiritually, whether it be worry or fear of money or jealousy or unforgiveness. 
there are actually things that we enslave ourselves to because we allow them to make the choice for us as to whether we access God or not. Freedom is being able to engage in anything, being able to be in any circumstance, being able to be facing anything and to still choose God. I was massively impacted by a talk where I heard somebody, a man called Eric Johnson, explaining the difference between a reaction and a response. And he said a reaction is when um, we don't choose our, our, our thinking, our behavior uh, in light of a situation. Something happens and bam, a reaction just comes out of us. And that is when we're actually enslaved to whatever that thing was. It caused something to happen in us that we didn't choose. Whereas a response is when something happens, but we're able to, to, to stop and go, actually, God, how do you want me to respond to this? I'm not enslaved to that thing. Actually, God, I'm free in you. So I can choose how to respond. I can choose you in the middle of this moment. And so the takeaway today is because ultimately, you know, right now in lockdown, we are not in physical freedom, but we are still spiritually free. We can still be spiritually free. And so what choices are you making in the middle of your circumstances Are you believing that you're enslaved to your circumstances? Believing that they dictate how you feel, that they dictate how you act, that they dictate how you think? Because that is not how you need to live. That is not the liberation that is on offer. When the curtain was torn, the way was open for us to always connect with God regardless. So I'm going to pray for us now and, and I hope that as you take this away and mull it over, I want you to be thinking about how, uh, where can I be making choices to connect with God? Where can I step away from this spiritual slavery and step into this spiritual freedom? So let's pray together and then I'll hand back to Chris to uh, bring us to a close. So Holy Spirit, we, we welcome you, we honour you, we love you. Thank you that, that Christ came to free us to be free. He didn't free us to be a master over us, to, to bring us into slavery to himself. He freed us to be free. And Lord, would you help us to not return to that state of slavery that sometimes is appealing because it means that we don't have to make choices. We just allow something else to do it for us. But Lord, you encourage us, you show us through the example of Jesus that life to the full is one where we can always choose God, always choose you, no matter what. Holy Spirit, would, would you come and be like a constant knocking at the door of our, of our minds, our hearts, our inner, inner people? Would you come and knock on the door continually, reminding us that we can choose you, that we are not slave to circumstance, that we have the power and the right to access God regardless. Please help us to never forget this, especially at this time. And show us how we may liberate others to experience true spiritual freedom. The true spiritual freedom that's on offer. Amen. Chris, I was just going to do a little gag here. I'm just going to hit the elevate button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at these gags, otherwise I could have like <laughs> dropped in or something. Yeah. It would have been good. Yeah. Thanks, Andrew. That's really helpful. I, I was thinking about, as Andrew was speaking, I was thinking about 
um, something that's come up for me in this coronavirus moment of being at home, which is some anger that I didn't really realise I had. And I think um, just thinking about that in light of Andrew's message is one of, you know, rather than being unknown, I've got this anger that I've got to, I, I see. Actually, it becomes an opportunity for hope, doesn't it? It's like actually I can step into the freedom that's, that's mine in Jesus in this area. And, and, and this, this time of being at home has, has revealed it. And um, we have some, uh, you might be familiar with this, we, we could talk about the four R's or the five R's here at Hope, a way that we can, we can um, step into uh, the freedom in Christ in, in a kind of immediate way. And I just thought I'd just do that now with this anger. And, um, and we kind of do, we have four or five R's, I, kind of, I, I get them confused sometimes. But, um, but essentially they're the same sort of thing. And so I'm just going to articulate that as, as a prayer, and it's something that you can use. Uh, you know, if you recognise stuff coming up in you that is not freedom, uh, as part of your, your your life at the moment, um, so first of all, we we just we just repent, we um, we recognise it, and so that's the first of the R's. So Lord, I, I recognise anger in myself, and uh, and uh, I recognise that you are slow to anger, and and you have patience and mercy, and and actually I can be quite fast to get frustrated and angry. So I recognise that that um, that sin in me, that's brokenness, it's not freedom, and um, I repent of it. I say it's not right. Repentance means to turn in the opposite direction. I so say I turn away from that. I don't want that. Help, but I want to work, walk in patience and, and gentleness rather than anger. So I, I repent of that of that sin. And then we also just uh, we we rebuke the enemy. We recognise that we live in a spiritual world, and sometimes the enemy, this, our spiritual enemy, will jump on our own sin and bad choices and lies that we choose to believe. And uh, so we can just say to I just say to all spirits of darkness that energise anger or jump on that in my life. I just command you to leave in the name of Jesus. And then our fourth R, there is a fifth as well. I, the, the fourth one I tend to use regularly is, is, is a replacement. So I want to walk instead in, 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 in gentleness, in patience, in, in kindness. So I just put that on now, um, uh, that, that kindness and that repentance and that patience uh, rather than anger and gentleness. Amen. So those are, those are I, I use four R's, sometimes we talk about five. Um, uh, but that can be a helpful thing. We can we can address these things that Andrew is talking about. We can deal with those in the moment, and I'm sure anger will come up again for me in the next few few days. But I'll, but I'll do the same thing again. I'll, I'll, I'll just go through the four hours. I'll pray and I'll, and I'll move through this season into greater freedom. So it's an exciting. It's good to see our stuff, isn't it? So that we can become more whole and we can live in that freedom that Andrew was was talking about. Great. We'll finish there. Um, if you missed at the, at the beginning, we highlighted a few notices and uh, and the youth and children's resources for today, so you can rewind and you can you can see those. Uh, otherwise, um, look forward to catching up with you soon. Again, keep, let's keep in touch. It's great to hear lots of stories of people in the church keeping in touch with each other, helping each other out uh, with different different things. And that's you know, if you're aware of people that are uh, need some support or something, please let us know. And if you need some support in some way, please let us know. Let's keep talking. Let's keep communicating. And uh, it's great to be to be following Jesus with you at this time. Great.